0: This podcast is brought to you by The Deluxe Edition Network. To find more great shows on our network, head over to the den.show.
1: What is up, everybody?
2: Hey! Welcome to BAF
1: The Tasting Room. Been a long time since we've done one of these episodes. Today is June 24th, 2022. And we are about to do an interesting episode here where we're just going to ask a question from all of our hosts. What are our top five horror movies of all time? So, who wants to start? Ron, why don't you go first? With your idea. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That put me right on the fucking spot. Yep. All right, so yeah. we all Was have, it
3: your top seven or top five? It's top five. we I, I Stu <laughs> made a change to the top five. I
0: mean, no, I, no, I didn't make I, a No, I charge. thought that. <laughs> Fuck <top> you. Fuck <laughs> you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not bu- the
1: bullshit. Oh, uh, fucking uh, wrap two weeks. I'm right.
2: like, all right, top five, top five, top five. Everybody have a top five. Fucking tonight. You're like, all right, we're going to do a top seven. Fuck you. <laughs> no, nobody does a top seven. <laughs> Fuck
3: I, you. I don't take the shit, so I just disturb them.
1: All right, so <laughs> I'll go ahead and go with my top five. For my number one. And the reason why this is my number one horror movie of all time because it's actually the first one that's ever scared me and it wasn't even the fucking Alien. Of course, the movie is the original 1979 Alien. And the thing about this movie is that the atmosphere of this movie scared me more than anything and I thought it was a very well-made horror movie sci-fi and it was a very big shock to the audience. Of course, not at my time because I wasn't born then, but when it came out, just knowing that the teaser trailer was just an egg and then seeing that fucking alien pop out of the fucking chest was just iconic. It's an iconic horror scene. So, I, I mean, what would you guys agree? Oh, great one. Absolutely. It's oh, yeah, a fantastic Definitely. movie. And then my uh, second movie would be John Carpenter's The Thing, which I think the fucking... movie. Oh, yeah. The fucking special effects of that movie were The Flying Fuck Stick, Batman. Saving
4: snow from a spitter.
1: Apparently a spider almost uh, jumped and on snow. And bitter, a spooter. We're still in the air. Yeah, I know. I'm just going to edit this. So my face. interrupted my, the show. So my. Nah, I'm not going to call it. You so, wouldn't. So my. Because sec- it'd be on you. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
3: I was thinking I'd probably let it pass
0: too. I just want him nervous. All right. <laughs> vote. No vote. So my second—I
1: don't know why I said it that way. I don't
0: know either. No,
2: no Vogue, No. No, no, Superman not here. No, no.
1: So my second favorite for the uh, best horror film of all time is John Carpenter's *The Thing*. The special effects, everything about that movie—the it's a remake of the original thing—and I still think it is a great horror film. The fucking special effects from Rob Botton. Rob Botton, I believe his uh, his name is was just amazing it was just great horror the shape-shifting the blood everything the gore it was just a great horror film the practical effects alone were just amazing and there's no cgi that's what i loved about the 80s is there was no cgi and i love movies that have no cgi i love practical effects my third favorite would be hellraiser i've always been a fan of clive barker i've always been a fan of pinhead even though pinhead's only in the movie for about 10 minutes It's fucking a great movie about hell and about dealing with the fucking demons. It's great. And mainly the whole villain in that movie is Frank. It's not Pinhead. It's Frank. But it is just a great horror film, great writing based on Clive Barker's books and I fucking love that one. My next one also for number four would be Friday the 13th part four, which I did say in my Friday the 13th episode, that is always going to be one of my favorite Jason Voorhees films because he's to me, the number one slasher out there. And I fucking love Jason. So Friday the 13th part four. And then I would go with my fifth one being the day of the dead day of the dead is my favorite of the Romero classics of the living dead movies. I mean, you, got, you, you gotta you. got remember Night of the Living Dead would probably also be on the list right there, but when it comes to my favorite, it'd be Day of the Dead, I enjoy the hell out of that film the fact of the claustrophobic being in that fucking um, uh, bunker underneath the ground and trapped, and it, it's just I loved Bub, the uh, fucking uh, zombie and everything else it's the gore effects of that movie alone were spectacular for the time that it came out. I enjoyed every part of that movie, the music, everything. But yeah, those are my top five horror movies of all time. Not fully classics because I know there's a lot of people that would go for a lot of older movies and stuff strong like that. Strong list, it's yeah, still
2: a very strong list.
1: But th- those are my my top five altogether, right there. So we will move on to Ragnar. What are your top five, buddy? All right, all right, all right. All right. My first
0: <laughs> would be The Exorcist. Oh that's a good one. That's pretty solid. Uh, that's yeah, a, good that's one. a good one. I love that one there. The way that um it's it's not really a mindfuck, but it shows what can happen with uh unknown, uh unknown spirits and uh demons. You know? Yeah. Ah oh, shit. Yeah. It's a fucking it's 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 a good horror thriller. Uh my next one would be The Shining. <laughs> Another good one? That one there is. I love that one there.
1: I was really tempted to put that one on my list too. I yeah. was so tempted because was no, a really good that one. That
3: was on my list for a good solid while until, actually, until earlier today.
1: And that's an yeah. epic horror film. That's more it's, of an epic horror film. If you think about it, it's big. It's, it's that it's, hotel. It's
0: classic and it shows what I love about that one there. It shows what um, being confined and. And after a while, it literally, everything just literally becomes claustrophobic. Yep. You know? And that one there also goes into uh, demons and um, spirits that are involved with it, you know? Um, and I think Jack Nicholson, he played an amazing fucking role in that movie and it damn near fucking killed him. Here's Johnny for it. Uh, the next one would be American Werewolf in London. Ooh. Strong. Yep. Uh, that one there, fucking classic. I love that fucking movie wholeheartedly. Anytime it's on, even if I'm bored, and I'll fuck, I'll look it up. The transformation scene in that movie alone is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick Baker's amazing work right there. It's like it's it the way it shows, like especially in the face where it's just a normal person, human face, and then transitions into uh, the wolf. Is I think. Fucking actually amazing for the fucking early 80s when it came out. Um, fuck. All right. Then next would be uh, The Purge. Um, hmm. I like those ones there because.
3: I really like The Purge. Yeah. And I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with not just the. I'm going to just go with the whole series on it because I, I love the whole series. I haven't seen the last one yet. Aside from that, the rest of them, I think, are um, are fucking great. Because it shows what a society who trusts their fucking government too much will allow, what they would allow to actually fucking happen. Mm -hmm. Because they believe um, they have the right to expel their anger. Yeah. You know, for 12 hours. Then my last one is hostile.
1: Oh, wow. That's a good one. More of torture porn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That one there is, is is gory, it's it's fun, it's enjoyable, and yeah.
3: Sorry, I was I seeing, I have a, I was seeing Crystal over here just fervently denying you calling, calling it uh, torture porn.
0: I have a uh, I have a
1: <laughs> I have to say something about hostel real quick. I had a buddy of mine. His name is Eddie. Um, he's a really good uh, friend of mine, and uh, we that happened to him. No, we saw <laughs> we saw the movie Hostel in the theater. Uh, me and uh, my wife, and him and his girlfriend at the time, and uh, we looked at each other, and he just basically told me, "Fuck, Saul, this is fucking awesome." <laughs> 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 so I, I remember him saying that. So um, that, that's just a good memory I had about that. But nice. All right, Snow. So we're gonna have Snow's top, top five movies of all time.
5: Hello, hello. Um, for me, I'm going to go with um, the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel. The reason being is like Bloody I don't movie. like That's ah, I don't <laughs> like chainsaws, <laughs> and I don't like people running with chainsaws. So for no. me, it makes me super uncomfortable. If anybody's ever been with me in a haunted maze, you'll know it's terrifying.
0: So we went to a, uh, a we saw that in the theater too. Me and Sammy, we went to a haunted maze uh, a few years ago. And they have, um as you get to the end of it, yeah, they have somebody there with just a running chainsaw. They chased her. She was screaming, wasn't and she? No, no, she falls down like a fainting goat <laughs> and just fucking lays there. It's hilarious. It's and the di- and the guy is just standing there, laughing his ass off. <laughs>
5: so hard at me and they always do and they always end up knowing my name and like whispering it to me because everybody's <laughs> laughing at me whenever we're yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a pussy. That's fine. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> it's hilarious. What's your number two?
5: Um I'm gonna go with Saw. Ooh. Because it's just it was very original. Um for me at least. I, I really enjoyed the the whole thing, especially with the twist at the end where he's sitting there in the room and you're just like, oh you know I didn't see it coming. I know some people did. I did not. Um, I also love Final Destination 2.
1: The second one.
5: Why? is because-
1: The fucking log see, truck.
5: Can anybody go- Yes, behind, I, yeah, no, I think anybody- no, that's like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's Anybody who, get, who rides behind that thinks of that fucking it's movie. Not, yeah. It's
5: not anything else in that movie, but that one beginning opening scene, it fucks with you yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. Because you yeah. can never be behind a log truck. Oh, I agree. So, yeah, that one gets me. Um, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I really enjoy that movie. I think um Strong. Yeah. I think it's really fun. It's funny. It's a it different take on like it, too. Having like your kid turn into a zombie and chase you? That's my nightmare.
3: <laughs> so, I would feel like and, that's just called being a parent.
5: I mean, legit. My <laughs> advice.
3: So, <laughs> and what is your number five?
5: Um, kind of zombie right now. I absolutely hate Anything cannibal, so it's the Green Inferno. That movie makes me so uncomfortable. Really? Oh yeah.
1: You got to watch Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, good.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that just that whole movie—it's just—it's so gory to me, and it just—it like I love the way um, it looks like a documentary and it looks like a real documentary. With, with it being a full-length movie. But yeah, I, that's going to be my last one.
1: Alrighty, How about you, Stu? And we're going to go to Stu, then Sammy, and then uh, Chase, and then Crystal. Okay.
2: Um, my number one, Exorcist. Nice. That, that same reasons Ragnar was putting on. It just told the story so well and kept your, your emotions so fucking high. Yeah. The entire fucking film the cinematography everything about it was just so fucking perfect uh, my second favorite alfred hitchcock's psycho very nice all right it creeped you out the entire fucking time i don't remember it's through a twist at the end that you weren't expecting now all of us of course expect that type yeah. of shit but at that time trying to mentally put yourself he did on a time. great job at doing that. amazing shit. yeah amazing um, number three would be uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm sorry. I knew you'd pick I, that one. I knew you'd pick it that just, one. just, it, 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 the, the idea of a killer that you cannot outrun. Yeah. There's nothing you can fucking do. You know, we all will f- eventually fall asleep and this motherfucker is going to come and fuck your world <laughs> up. Just, it, it just sang to me and, and it, it spoke so well to the creepiness. Factor of this, th- this villain that you can nothing you can do You can't escape him.
1: Almost makes me want to change my uh, um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four to Friday the Thirteenth the original mm-hmm. the original Pamela Voorhees. But nope, you can't do it. I'm not. I'm not. not. Nope. It's just, just, do it.
0: Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: Nope. <laughs> um, number four, <laughs> John
2: Carpenter, the thing. Yes. Yep. Did so well the 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 the, the body horror, the creature yep horror, uh, everything about it just. <laughs> Just was amazing. Um, huge, huge fan of it. Uh, number five, um, gonna be Romero's original Night of the Living Dead. Really? Yes. Nice. That's really. Nice. The, the, now the remake, the Savini's you know color remake, is gonna be the one that lives in my heart forever because that's the introduction to be horror movies to me. Yeah. But the fact that Romero basically created an entire genre of films with there was a Milo and dead yep. and everything that with no budget at about.
1: all. Like it's got the yeah. smallest budget, but it was really a good, well-made
2: and when you can watch and it, black, it
1: looks great in black yeah, and white. You can yeah. see it
2: as, you know, a racial profile. You can see it as a political profile. You can see yep. it as a straight up monster flick. Um, there's so many different ways that you can see it and they're played so goddamn well. And it was super low budget. And it, it like that said, literally creating an entire sub genre, from this one film, um, that to this day we're still seeing, you know, waves ripples of in in films, and it just it's saying to me uh, that the creativity and the originality of it for so low budget, and it shows you how you don't need something fucking massive uh, in order to just terrify people. Yeah. You, you, the, you have the slow moving fucking force and it's inevitable fucking stomping of death chasing you fucking down and it's gonna
1: get you you got a strong list right there yeah. Sammy it's your turn
4: oh man you guys have already said so many good movies Um, unfortunately since it's only top five we will go ahead and kick it off with uh, Trick or Treat obviously is one of my favorites Um, I mean, my whole, like, personality on here is based on that because I I love, absolutely love that vignette uh, film. Uh, From everything from Sam to the freaking werewolf scene to just all of the, all the, you know, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's a, it's a good show. Um,
1: Yeah. One of our Halloween uh, slasher series episodes. Yes.
4: It was, it was really, really fun. Um, Then I would have to go with Pumpkinhead. Yes. I love Pumpkinhead. Stan
1: Winston's baby.
4: Yes. I just, I love the creature. I love just the story. uh, Freaking uh, your boy. Uh, it went out my brain. Lance Harrison. Thank you. I'm like, Bishop from Aliens. Um, yeah, no. Uh, awesome, awesome movie. And then I will have to go with, of course, The Shining. Mm-hmm. But I have to roll that and Dr. Sleep into one, honestly, because I've read the book.
3: Dr. Sleep was so good. Yeah,
4: no, but like- Anybody who has read the actual book, like the ending of Doctor Sleep, should be the ending of The Shining. So it's like you can't really have one without the other. Yeah. But yeah. uh, The Shining is freaking amazing. I love love the book, love the films, love all of that. Love Stephen King. Uh, then I'm going to have to jump on to you know Snow Mentioned Sauce. So I'm going to jump onto the James Wan, uh, you know, wagon. But I'm going to go with the Ch- Conjuring, mm-hmm. the first Conjuring, nice, um, which is. Still the best, in my opinion. And then I'm going to go with another one of Insidious. I actually came to that one much later. Um, That one I'm a little shocked at. Oh, it's amazing. Like the way they did the demon and the way that they have like that creepy like flower song playing. And it's like this really sweet, but like he's literally like sharpening his Claws, like as he's listening to it, and this this demons plaguing his son. It's, 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 it's absolutely beautifully done. And then you have the insidious 2 which literally picks right back up and just continues the story. So yes, so um, those are those are my top fives. All right,
3: now it is Chase's turn. So I feel like I have a very different taste in uh, in these. Uh, well,
1: it's because years. you're so freaking young.
3: My number one is thirteen ghosts. <laughs> I the fun horror movie. Movie. It's a fun yeah. movie. it's a fun horror movie. Well, I, I saw it when I was like six, and I fucking loved it. Um, and I don't know, it, it was, it stuck with me. It really did. Um, the, my number two is the the newest one, the the, the ritual. Mm-hmm. Really okay. fucking good. I was uh, really liked that they they uh, drew on the old Jotun, um of you know, Norse or Dane mythology. I have a
1: feeling all your movies are gonna be like two thousand and up. <laughs>
3: Number three is Thirty Days of Night. Oh wow. That's a good one. <laughs> See, that, good one. the reason I like that is because it, you know, it gives you a good uh, you know, the the most modern take on how a vampire coven could really fuck shit up.
0: Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Exactly. And no, they just would fucking roll
3: in, they have some dude to come fuck up your communications, and they just ravage your whole fucking village. Yeah. And damn it, that is good. Um, number number, uh, number four is It Follows. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all! That movie was so
4: fucking was overrated. It hold, on. You're a man-ho. hold on, so overrated. She, we couldn't it's hear his you opinion. At all over it's his
3: opinion. He's good. No, I need I need to hear what Crystal had to say.
6: The only reason that movie scares you is because you're a manho.
3: Oh damn! I was getting into that actually. <laughs>
6: <laughs> like if this
3: was real I'd be fucking dead <laughs> uh, time's over? Shut up um, <laughs> uh, No 100% I'd be fucking dead and that shit Terrified me like the whole concept Of this sexually Transmitted demon alright It's still an STD uh, Just a little spicier and that's just not Okay like but it moves spice. on
2: From you yeah It goes on to the next partner
3: But I have no idea if that next partner is going to be able to survive that shit and when I'm going to find out that they fucking didn't.
2: Just make sure you're regularly having sex. (laughs) And there
1: you don't have to worry about it.
3: (laughs) Fucking terrifying. Um, the, The last one on my list is The Descent. That's a strong one really fucking like that whole concept and honestly i i just really enjoyed the practical effects that they used they were fucking on point man um really good practical effects um honestly pretty proper pretty proper acting i would say that you know some of the points in the movie were a little bit poorly weak writing um or directing maybe um but personally I have it has a, a soft spot in my heart because I properly fucking scarred Crystal with that, and um, she she now will never go to like Luray Ray caverns or anything with me, because um, <laughs> she was perfectly fine watching it. It's just that when I told her, hey, uh, this is this was the whole inspiration for this movie was a photo taken in the late eighteen hundreds in the grand caverns here in rich uh, around richmond in uh, virginia mm-hmm. and it's just like you know old flash yeah. um uh, slate photo but uh, you can just barely make out the outline of like four humanoid shapes when you have a little bit of eye shine. Mm-hmm. And she saw that shit. She goes, all right, fuck that. Nope, we're never doing caves. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> but that's so my So on five. next
2: episode, we're all going to the Ray right Cave
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> To hear the constant screams of Crystal.
3: All right. do
1: a, uh, on-site recording. All right, so now we're going to go to our yeah. last uh, host, and it's going to be Crystal. What are your top five movies of horror movies of all time?
6: Sorry, give me a second. I'm still kind of stuck in the fact that my brain's like, oh, fuck, caves. Um, You're welcome. I yeah, screw you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so my first movie, actually, I only have on here for number one for the fact that I love it. It's I watched it when I was six years old, and I would throw, like, fits as a child that I would demand to go to bed with this movie on. Younger than that, I noticed the little ghost girl in the curtains of it, so the 1999 Haunting I grew up with that movie, so it's it holds a special spot in my heart. Is yeah, that the one with Owen Wilson? Yes, yeah, when his yeah. head gets ripped off by the lion, and the, yeah, I love it.
1: Liam Neeson and uh, also that weird black-haired chick.
6: Oh god, she's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I forgot her name.
6: Catherine Zeta-Jones.
1: Oh. No, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about the other one, the the weird looking one, not not the pretty one.
4: <laughs> the one from <laughs> The Conjuring.
1: Yeah, that wasn't Catherine Zeta-Jones.
4: No, no, no. I know, but that's the
1: yeah, yeah, that's what I'm Bob talking about. Yeah.
6: And, um, so number two, I don't know if any of y'all have seen it, but, um, Incident in Ghostland? Never heard of it. <laughs> yes. So, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I am not going to say a word about how it ends or anything about it, because if I do, it'll ruin it for you guys.
3: Damn it, that should have been on my count.
6: Yeah. hmm oh, mm-hmm.
3: That's a good poll.
6: I highly recommend you two go and watch it. I can't literally say anything about it, because if I do, it'll ruin it for you. Okay. okay. Um,
3: So fucking good.
6: Going off what Sammy said, Dr. Sleep is my third one for a lot of reasons... And a lot of it is mainly because Rose with the hat.
3: Rose with the
6: hat. Mm. Ooh. Number four. True. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was some great acting in that movie. Um. Number four, Nightmare on Elm Street. Love, love B-movies. And, you know, I would definitely let Freddy come into my nightmares anytime. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that with sincerity. And then the last one is Annihilation. Um... So, is that the that Natalie Portman familiar. film? Yes.
1: That's a good movie. It that is. wasn't bad. Yeah, I, it's a sci-fi. Uh, I'd call that more sci-fi than horror, though. It,
6: it, it's technically in the sci-fi horror film, but it's because of that little part with the bear that technically makes it the horror movie. Yeah. And that's why I love it so much. That was really done well. shit huh. was fucked up. And right. that actually gave her PTSD for a while, so...
1: You no, know, a well, it was a well-made film. It's from the same director that did uh, Ex Machina, mm-hmm. which is a really good
3: movie. Ex Machina was really
1: good. Ex Machina, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I said it wrong. That's, that's an amazing movie, so... All right, so I guess that is the end of our episode, so you're getting to know us on our different types of genres of films that we love, so the next Tasting Room episode we're going to be doing in the future is going to be the top five actors of all time from all of us. I'm really curious to hear all that, so... we're camel
2: number one baby
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that is the end of our episode and uh, see you guys later
0: peace out bitches doses
1: Hey, guys, this is Ron. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Barrel Age Flicks. 2022 has been an amazing year with our great shows, including BAF, The Small Batch, Sammy Select, and The Tasting Room. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, this helps out enormously. Give us a follow on Instagram at Barrel Age Flicks Podcast. If you would like to send us a special film request, please contact us via Instagram, and we will give you a personal shout-out on the show. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Audible, Pocket Cast, Spotify, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Special thanks to Carl Casey at WhiteBat Audio on YouTube for his awesome music. This guy fucking rocks. Check him out. I want to give a shout out to Sammy, one of our guest hosts on the show who does our amazing album artwork. Thank you, Sammy. Our podcast only exists because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to The Den, Hope you join us for our next episode. Later, guys.